This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive, licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online, and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule, whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. Hey, welcome back to Road to Midterms. This is our Politics by Faith segment. That's the name of our podcast. Please download that, subscribe. It's been going very well. Join us over there. Uh, the point of the podcast is uh, I, my family, my friends are very anxious at the news and what's going on in our country and the future and all the rest. And I don't like living like that. So uh, we, we take a story of the day, an important story. We're not going to ignore this stuff. It's important. So we take an important story of the day, lean into the anxiety. We lament the brokenness of whatever's happening. And then we give some historical perspective and some biblical truth, make the anxiety melt away so we can go to sleep and wake up refreshed, fight another day. That's the premise of the podcast, Politics by Faith. So we've been doing shorter versions here on the TV. But if you're listening on the, on the podcast and you're like, well, this sounds different. Well, it's because this is the last segment of the TV show, Road to Midterms, uh, airing on the first TV. However you're here, I'm grateful. Let's get to it. There's a, uh, this is about forgiveness, this segment. There's a professor at Brown University who wrote an article in The Atlantic. The headline is, let's declare a pandemic amnesty. And the subheadline is, we need to forgive one another for what we did. We did? What we did and said when we were in the dark about COVID. That's a lot of both sideisms going on here. But her argument is that there were too many unknowns during COVID and everyone was doing the best they could. Some people guessed right, some people guessed wrong. But there's no need to keep rehashing it, is it? What, like what, why do we have to, ah, let bygones be bygones, people. Eh, I don't know, not so fast. Maybe it was only the most extreme voices that said the unvaccinated should die. But it was a very commonly held belief, very prevailing belief, that the unvaccinated should not be welcomed in polite society, should not be allowed to leave the house, should not be allowed to get healthcare. In New York City, they weren't allowed to go to museums. Not just New York City, many places across the country, they weren't allowed to do normal things. No one ever questioned Big Pharma, which up until COVID was the biggest enemy of the left. They always spoke against big pharma, evil big pharma. They didn't during COVID. Why not? It's weird. And then we shut down the economy, which led to the inflation that we have today. But let's be friends. Let's let bygones be bygones. Bridge underwater, right? Hmm. Water under the bridge, excuse me. I am uh, certain that the massive radicalization of people during COVID was a part of the deep-seated and seething hatred of Donald Trump. 
no question. When Trump at the very beginning said, hey, you know everyone, there's this virus in China, it might be a big deal. The left said, oh, don't be racist. Come on down to Chinatown, celebrate the Chinese New Year. Literally Nancy Pelosi, all the rest, the, 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 the head of the New York City Health Department said, come on down to Chinatown, don't be racist. Then a little bit later, Trump said, you know what, maybe it's not that big of a deal. Let's take some common sense precautions throughout all this. And that's when the left decided to say, we're all gonna die, shut it all down. And just like everything in the Trump presidency up until, up until February 2020, they took the opposite stance of Trump at all times, even if it destroyed the economy, even if it destroyed your kids' education, and who knows what else the fallout will be with us forever. I'll give you an example. In her article, this Atlantic article from Brown University professor about how we should forgive each other and how we should move on and how we all did the best we could in the moment, but it was a lot of chaos. We were frantic, we didn't know, there were unknowns, we were in the dark, but we did the best we could, okay? That's her argument. In her article today, when things have calmed down, two years hence, right? Cooler heads prevailing. And here she is right, trying to extend this olive branch, right? Here's the professor. She said, obviously, some people intended to mislead, as opposed to the people who didn't mean to, right? Who were doing the best they could. Obviously, some people intended to mislead and made wildly irresponsible claims. Remember when the public health community had to spend a lot of time and resources urging Americans not to inject themselves with bleach? That was bad. Misinformation was and remains a huge problem. But most errors were made by people who were working in earnest for the good of society. What's she talking about? She's talking about Trump. When Trump said, the President of the United States said that you should drink bleach in order to kill COVID. Do you remember that? Donald Trump said you should drink bleach, inject yourself with bleach to kill COVID. And you got headlines like this from the public health community telling you don't drink bleach. Whatever you do, do not drink bleach. The Politico subheadline, the one at the top there, that's the headline, but the subheadline says it was wild in the moment. And in time, it came to symbolize the chaotic nature of the presidency and the early COVID fight. The fact that Trump told you to drink bleach. Did Trump ever tell you to drink bleach? Did the president ever tell you to inject bleach? Here's what he actually said. So supposing we hit the body with a tremendous, uh, whether it's ultraviolet or just very powerful light. And I think you said, that hasn't been checked, but you're going to test it. And then I said, supposing you brought the light inside the body, you can, which you can do either through the skin or uh, in some other way. And I think you said you're going to test that, too. Sounds interesting. We'll the right, folks who right. And then I see the disinfectant, where it knocks it out in a minute, one minute. And is there a way we can do something like that uh, by injection inside or or almost a cleaning, because you see it gets on the lungs and it does a tremendous number of the lungs. So it'd be interesting to check that, so that you're gonna have to use medical doctors with. But it sounds, it sounds interesting to me. Have you ever heard a more tempered statement from the President of the United States in your entire life? It's like, oh, sounds interesting. I don't know, let's, let's research, let's check it out. Oh, you know, doctors, of course, are gonna be doing all under the supervision of doctors, but I don't know, let's see, we'll see. It sounds exciting, sounds great. Mm, yeah. oh, he said drink bleach! Never said that. And here you are, brown professor lady, saying Trump spread information, uh, dis misinformation about drinking bleach. 
in the same article that you're asking for forgiveness because we were all just trying our best. You're still spreading lies yourself. We were told to follow the science constantly. I believe the science. Why don't you believe the science? Follow the science. It was bludgeoned all day over your head when you weren't allowed to go to your mom's funeral or to go to church. You gotta follow the science. And we said, this isn't science. Here's a scientist, Carl Sagan. That science is more than a body of knowledge. It's a way of thinking, a way of skeptically interrogating the universe with a fine understanding of human fallibility. If, if we are not able to ask skeptical questions, to interrogate those who tell us that something is true, to be skeptical of those in authority, then we're up for grabs for the next charlatan, political or religious who comes ambling along. It's perfect. Skeptically interrogating those in authority. But the emphasis I want to make here is with a fine understanding of human fallibility. This is the lesson I want everyone to learn from COVID, and I fear we haven't learned it. I fear this professor at Brown University hasn't learned it. People's capacity for evil, people's desire to control other people, what people will do out of fear. This professor starts out her article about her children wearing masks on hikes and how her four-year-old yelled at a person on a bridge, uh, social distance, social distance. Four-year-old yelled that. Did you ever think that was possible? Did you ever think people would be wearing face diapers everywhere they went all the time? Look at the lengths people went to because of fear. Understand that about yourself. Understand that about people. Never forget people's capacity for mass hysteria and delusion. Never underestimate what hatred in one's heart will do to their perception of reality. Learn that human nature is not just capable, but predisposed for evil. You know, she's a teacher, at, professor at Brown University, and she says she talks about this stuff in her class. I don't know what her class is, but they talk about this. And I guarantee you none of those things I just said are ever talked about in class, other than, of course, they're talking about Republicans. I'm talking about all people. Jeremiah 17.9 says, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Be on guard, be vigilant of your own heart and of other people's. That was the topic of our last podcast episode about Twitter and Elon Musk. And you say, oh, like this woman, you say, oh, the missteps weren't nefarious. It was the result of uncertainty. Mm. I don't know, there's a lot of evil intention as well. One reason so many people agree with the experts is because we still have this very wrong perception in our culture today. Most people believe that people are basically good or not. But people believe that. Deep down, they believe that, that uh, most people are good. Because I'm good, and I'm most people, so therefore most people are good. Well, you're not good, and most people aren't good. But you say, well, they wouldn't lie to me. They're good. People are good. The experts are good. The scientists are good. Fauci's good. These people are good. They, they, they wouldn't lie to me. Yes, they would. <laughs> they have my best interests at heart. No. No, they don't. <laughs> well, they would never fire people from their job if the vaccine was useless. Yes, they would. They did. Here's The Atlantic. Treating pandemic choices as a scorecard on which some people racked up more points than others is preventing us from moving forward. We have to put these fights aside and declare a pandemic amnesty. She never apologized, by the way, for her being wrong. She said she just didn't know. But we did know. 
Very quickly we knew. Maybe not right away, not the first week or two, but pretty quickly we knew. Forgive and forget. I've heard that phrase before. It's in the Bible. No, it's not. <laughs> forgive and forget is not in the Bible. You should forgive people. And I would argue, even if they're not repentant, even if they don't apologize, even if they don't admit they were wrong, you should still forgive them because it's good for you. It's not good to hold grudges. It's not good for your own soul. And the Bible says to Ephesians 4 says, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. Colossians 3 says, bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. So it says forgive, or forgive as the, the Lord forgave you, right? So God forgives you. You should therefore forgive other people. I get it. But there's nothing there about forgetting. In fact, Jesus told his followers, I am sending you out like sheep among wolves. Therefore, be as shrewd as snakes and as innocent as doves. Shrewd. What does shrewd mean? Shrewd means wise, cautious, aware, learning from mistakes. Be as innocent as a dove, forgive. But shrewd as a snake, be wise. I don't see a lot of repentant hearts out there from much of anybody who was wrong about COVID. Not from this Brown professor either. So will you forgive them? It's up to you. I will, but I sure as heck ain't forgetting. The fact that they're not repentant tells me they haven't learned their lesson and they are likely to do it all over again. Politics by Faith, our podcast. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can give it a download. Please leave a five-star review. We gotta get to a thousand five-star reviews. We're on our way. I'm grateful for that. And if you're on the podcast, thanks for doing that. Please join us over until the midterms over on the first TV as we uh, get ready for the big day coming up here soon. Mike Slater, spread the word. What is the No Spin News all about? You know that this is a fact-based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation. We don't do conspiracies here. We don't do party politics here. We're not nonpartisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are. And it would then crystallize what we do. Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available.